Welcome to Season 2, Episode 7 of Buzzwords, conversations about teaching and learning at Shenandoah University, where we talk about working, learning, teaching, and hopefully way more than that. I'd like to thank our sponsor, SU's Transformative Teaching and Learning Team, led by Karin. Friends don't let friends reply all. Lucas. I'm Scott King, one of your co-hosts for today. Um, I teach in the psychology department, as I've said on the past 13 episodes, but I still do teach in the psych department. I'd like to welcome our producer, producer Sean, who's done a great job for us this season. Thank you, Sean Kelly, business and esport double major. Also with me are a couple co-hosts and our guests. Melissa Smeltzercraft, uh, head women's basketball coach. I am actually going to be teaching next oh yeah. semester. Love oh it. yeah, co-teaching with uh, my wife. I'm very excited about that, so I'm adding that back into my repertoire. Um, I, I will also say that I feel as though I must be on my best behavior today because of our guest. <laughs> so I'm sitting here with my hands folded. Um, <laughs> so yeah, go ahead, Joe. Yeah, th- no, this is a dangerous episode for all of us. <laughs> we gotta be careful-ish. Um, my name is Joey Griziak, uh, director of esports here at the university. Been here for about 10 years, formerly sport management, now into esports. Um, and yeah, I can't believe it's only been 13 episodes. Scott mentioned. I think in total, yeah. Is that last year and we this have, year we combined? We eight in the first season, and now, well, maybe we're at 14 or 15. God, this it feels like, like so much more with yeah. y'all. Yeah, I guess we're at 15, <laughs> if I can add. Eight plus seven, 15. No, we're in psychology, so that's okay. Yeah. No need for math. Um, <laughs> how dare you? Hey, how dare I? Okay, so yeah, that's that's us, and we'll uh, we'll get to our special guest here in just a second. But a couple of quick updates on some stats: we are currently at 823 downloads from subuzzwords.podbean.com. So keep on downloading, keep on enjoying, and apparently you all are enjoying because we are now up in our five star ratings on Apple Podcasts. We are up to eight Woo-hoo. from seven. All right. Yeah. Thank you to so that one person, whoever you are. You're welcome. <laughs> That's good raw data, but if you go up by percentages, it's up a lot of percentage points. That's uh, true. Yeah. Good math. Math. Woo. Uh, so follow, rate, review on Apple Podcasts, borrow your friend's phone, and subscribe for them uh, to our podcast here. And you feel free to email us anytime with questions, comments, concerns, suggestions. If you want a job doing this instead of us, whatever it is, it might be buzzwords at su.edu. Give us an email. Let us know what you think, and uh, keep an eye out for next season as well. Go to season three. Are we going by? I guess we'll go by semesters as seasons, right? Hmm. Good question. Yeah, because we did last spring. Yeah. As yeah. season one, and now this fall is season two. So I guess this spring will be season three. Moving into season three. Moving into season three, real quick. So let us know what you want to hear going into next season. But Scott, I'm throwing it to you to introduce our guest. Yeah, our guest is our Director of Human Resources at SU. Raheen Lee is here. Thank you for joining us, Raheen. Now, speaking of HR, so we, we are going to be on our best behavior. Last episode, we had talked about bleeping some words. I don't think any bleeps made it into the podcast. No. But maybe just some live, live bleeping here. If we do anything that steps over HR policy. Um, Raheen, you give us a wave and we'll, we'll shut up so we, <laughs> <laughs> so we don't get in trouble. Uh, all right, so Rakeen um, is new at Shenandoah since the summer, or since last spring? Is that April 28th. April 28th yes, of 2021. Yes, sir. Right around Apple Blossom time. Yeah. What a great time to come in. Good time to start. Right, so the, um, I started that Wednesday, that Friday I was off. 
because Apple nice. Blossom. So That's nice. good. Yes. Yeah, Come there are in. no HR violations for anything about <laughs> <Apple> Blossom. <laughs> <laughs> Never have there Never. Been, no. uh, so Rakeen earned a bachelor's degree from Park University in Missouri, earned a BS in criminal justice and law enforcement. He's got two MAs, one in human resource development and one in management and leadership from Webster University in St. Louis. He's currently working on a doctoral degree of education from Liberty. Uh, before coming to SU, he worked in HR at Northern Virginia Community College, but for the 20 years before that, he served in the U.S. Marine Corps, where he served in the infantry, he was also a drill instructor, and he learned a lot of HR-related matters, worked in HR there, doing mentoring, improving efficiencies, and all the other great stuff that human resources professionals do. Currently, Rakeen lives in Stafford, Virginia with his family, where he enjoys the long drive to and from Winchester <laughs> every day. Uh, he has three children, two in college and one seven-year-old son, and in his hobbies, he likes to read and work out and maybe exhibit some of the drill instructor qualities <laughs> that, that he, uh, he mastered in the core. Rakeen, we got to talk about this drill instructor yes, sir. thing. So. Give us a short, like we all we all know, like the movies. We know Full Metal right, Jacket, right. and we see. I was thinking Major Pain. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Two amazing movie references. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, that really classic. There's two kinds yeah. of people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, what is being a drill instructor really like? It's a great question. Um, very challenging. Very challenging. Very demanding. But I think it really teaches you a lot about yourself because you dig deep, um, and. One of the things that motivated me to go there, um, obviously my love for the core, but I love teaching, you know, and um, I think that I made it to the level that, that I'm at now. It's because I have some great mentors and great teachers along the way. So one of the things I tried to do was reciprocate that. So when I went to drill instructor school, I decided to take that challenge to make recruits, you know, become United States Marines. Um, <clears throat> so it's it's rough you know I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you i'm talking about getting up at three in the morning get, you know getting off probably about nine thirty at night mm -hmm. running around screaming making constant corrections and stuff like that um but i think the the most important thing that i the most re rewarding thing that i got out of that was the fact that when you take someone you you, you take a young man who literally had a little bit of confidence you know um who was probably getting picked on a high school um who, you know, for all intents and purposes, you know, society probably pushed to the side. When you take them day one and you tell them that they're going to be a Marine and train day 70, they walk across the parade deck, march across the parade deck. To me, like, that's something very special because that young man would never forget you. You know, they, they may forget their elementary school principals. They may forget their guidance counselors. But the drill instructors, they would never forget. So I, I think that's powerful. Yeah. In coaching and teaching, I could see a lot of that coming over. Absolutely. Well, I, I don't think we're as powerful. Maybe, maybe Melissa's as powerful as a coach. but I, I love uh, reading about military. I love military books. Love military books. I'll pick your brain yes, after we're mm -hmm. done today. But um, I think there's a lot of things that I try to aspire to be, and one of them is that military angle. Right. I mean, for sure. Yeah, I think there's a lot of similarities, and – I appreciate you what you said about the confidence builder because at the end of the day it's not to break people down right. that's a misnomer it's to build them up right. but sometimes we need to shed to build and mm. um, some people get that Ooh, confused that's a hot Absolutely. quote right there shed to shed build. to yeah shed yeah. to build 
All right, we're done with the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that was fantastic, Drop the mic, everyone. We'll take it off your face or whatever it is. <laughs> so what would you recommend to, to teachers, Rakeen, who you know, want to be that really meaningful impact in their students' lives right. like a drill instructor can be? I think the best thing that they can do is let the students know that they care. You know, I don't believe I don't believe that there is a lot of that going on nowadays. I think a lot of people just by default with technology, with being so busy with what they're doing, forget the small things, you know, like, hey, how's your day going? You know, that's, a, you know, that's a great job that you've done, you know, and I, I think as a result of that, a lot of our students are kind of making their own decisions where it's our guy, it's, it's our job as educators to guide, lead, and mentor them. So I think the best thing that they could do is take the time out to get to know the students, know what their weaknesses are, and know, know, know what their strengths are, and try to find a, you know, like a common ground to get them mm-hmm. to the next level. Yeah, I feel like at Shenandoah, I feel like we do that pretty low. Absolutely, I mean, hands down. Hands down. High, high, high touch. High touch environment, which, yeah. which sometimes you know you struggle with. He's like, well, I don't want to, you know, like, be in my students' lives too much. Right, I don't want right. to be like a parent. Correct. To them, but at the, you know, they might appreciate some parenting. Right, and I mean, I think essentially that's kind of what we are. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. even though we didn't give birth to them, but we're still parenting them some way form or fashion Mm -hmm. to prepare them for the future so um, i'm not saying be intrusive with what we do as far as our leadership but just being available just being visible and letting them know that we are here for them for whatever they need you know i I think we'll go a long way yeah yeah i like that so shall we get into our segments we yeah let's uh let's get before we get into those i want to hear rakeen is just april 28th scott's been here for like 11 12 yeah. 20 years, I don't know, whatever yeah, it is. Going on 12 this years. is my 10th. This is Melissa's 9th. So you're the new guy. What's Very it like been guy. at SU so far? Give us give us like a, a quick rundown of, of the first six months or so, of seven or eight months, whatever it is now. Right. I can't math. Um, <laughs> on the job so far. Awesome, challenging, busy, but fun. Um, <laughs> it's, it's what I prepare for, you know, what I expected. Um, is is challenging meaning not knowing what the day to day operation is gonna be like, but that's something that I love. Like I don't like a sitting in a you know, just sitting in a uh office having a traditional day to day things. Like I like challenges and I like doing something different or whatever. So that part is is awesome. I think the people and the culture is phenomenal. Like the camaraderie, I mean I think my first week here I'm getting cards and you know um chocolates and stuff like that and I've never got that you know oh um, you know when I you first get in the Marine Corps I was like yeah you don't get that in the Marines yeah here you go <laughs> but um so that's awesome and and the uh, HR team that I have is phenomenal truly professional so you know it's fun so that's why I don't mind making a drive to work every morning because nice. you know it's worth it it's worth it nice good to hear what's yes, been sir. the biggest challenge can you talk about that um, I think the biggest challenge since I've been here um, is some of the things that we're dealing with with just issues with people, you know, um, with having different points of views on, on things. Um, I, I think that's one. I think implementing, you know, changes, policies and um, challenge in a good way, you know, you know, because we're trying to make something standard but we want to make sure that whenever we're doing that that we're considering all options that are available and that we're trying to be as fair and consistent as possible because it's going to be applicable to 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 um you know 
everyone. So I, I think, you know, for me, my first time working in a private institute, so kind of transferring over from going from community college to here with me adapting to these protocols, these rules and stuff like that, you know, it's been a little bit of challenging, but like I said, you know, you know, it's something I love to do, so. All right, good. How about some highs and lows? So this is where we all share the best things and worst things right. that have happened to us in the past right. couple of weeks. You got any to start with? Yeah. Well, I think one of the lows, it's low, but it's a positive thing. So Kim, Kim McDonald's last day of work oh, was yeah. Friday. Mm. Um, so <clears throat> that right there, um, <clears throat> you know, it's really, you know, you know, a difficult move for us because now we're deciding on, you know, what we need to do. And we did post a position, but, you know, she's been such a phenomenal asset here. And, um, you know, but yeah, I mean, that's low, but it's also a positive thing as well, because when I sent that email out, just seeing a response and the people that's coming to her door saying, thank you for what you've done and so on and so forth. So she, she changed, you know, touch molded and helped so many people in nine years of her being here that I go forever. So, you know, it's sad that she's leaving, but she's, you know, per pursuing a better opportunity. But also, I'm happy to see what she left, mm -hmm. you know, you know, her indelible mark, her imprint. Right. So that's phenomenal. And my six, seven months here, I learned so much from her. So that I, I guess you could say that that's a high and that's a low as well. Okay. Hmm. Who wants to go next? I'll go. I, I, I like how you use the same thing as a high and yeah. a low, and I'm going to do the same thing regarding Christmas. Uh, or the holiday season. Um, Careful. <laughs> well, let me say this. I, I let me go. Let me go. I, I, I'm, I'm. We're in season. I'm a basketball coach. It's basketball season. Right. Jingle bells. Nobody cares. It's basketball <laughs> yeah. season. Jeez. And I just get Christ. so locked in. The holidays are a great distraction, but I'm not ready for them yet, and I don't want our team to be distracted by that yet. Right. Um. Positive with the holiday season. I have two young boys. They are over the moon. They love it. And it's cool to see it from their lens. It's cool because they don't care about if I win or lose. They're just happy. Right. And so, it, you know, I, it, that gives me great perspective being right. a parent in basketball season with the holidays. My low related to the holidays is my office is right next door to um, one of the dance studios. Mm. And I get to hear the same 30-second <laughs> snippet of certain holiday songs. You know, not a bunch of times the Mariah Carey song, which is really oh, no. hard to hear on a loop for 30 seconds for two two straight hours um my assistant has been working from home a lot and <laughs> because um, of that yeah 100 percent. Literally. Yes, literally um and i know we're building matter? towards a lot of <laughs> a lot of uh performances and whatnot but yeah my i, I yeah that's been hard okay uh, that's fair but I wasn't going to be like total Grinch screw well, you, you were getting you were getting close to the another sign when he made jingle bells nobody cares that's true. That's how I feel. Out. That's how I feel, Joe. You can't tell me how I feel. That's how I feel. Don't invalidate her feelings. That's how I feel. And uh, yeah. The Mariah Carey thing. The Mariah Carey. Totally thing. valid. Yes. Yeah. Any. I mean, any song for thirty seconds on loop, for two hours, is going to be tough to deal with. That's what it's like sitting next to that theater. Sit next to Scott. No, no. The, oh, <laughs> yeah, the the. I, I don't know yeah. which. I forget what name it is. It's not the the black box. It's the Shingleton. one on the Shingleton. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, can there's a bunch over an, there. Can you talk to an HR person? I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I got a question. Your your sons don't care if you win or lose. 
they support you either no way. i mean yeah of course they support me either they're learning about winning and losing because um ashley's season ended um or they lost to wnl at one point and wells woke up the next day and said mommy did you win Ooh. And she said, no, we lost. And he immediately started crying. Uh. And it was the next day. So I, they're understanding that. But no, they don't hold that against me. That's nice. My my son does hold it against me. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even coach. No, but if I, you know, he'll ask me like, you know, how, how my team did, like how Tottenham did. And if they and they lost, he'll make fun of me. When he beats me in soccer, and he's getting to the point now where we're, we'll mm. play in the basement, and he'll he'll beat me. He'll make fun of me. He'll talk trash. He's got that gamer personality. Right. Right. Love it. Where, where, <laughs> where you have to rub it in when you beat somebody. I hope my children don't make fun of me for failing <laughs> at my job. <laughs> That'll hurt. That'll hurt you, you real got, bad. You got some time to mold them. I, yeah, I apparently hope that. Apparently, yeah. Scott, <laughs> Scott <laughs> run out, you're out of time. They're molded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll see. All right, Joey. Yep. Um, yeah, highs and lows. My low, I'm not going to talk about long because I'm not ready to yet. Um, Georgia lost horribly in a football game over the oh. weekend. Enough said. That's enough. No. Um, my high um, is that our our Rocket League team just won the Mid-Atlantic Esports Conference for the second year in a row. All right. So we're repeating as conference champs for Rocket League. Our Overwatch team finished second this year, which I think we did last year as well, Sean. Uh, GMU. GMU beat us the last two years. Um, so there are Nemesis and Overwatch, but Rocket League, we continue to be one of the best teams in the country, but certainly the best team in our conference. Sweet. Uh, we win that one pretty easily. So congratulations to those kids, uh, students, not learners, Cameron, um, <laughs> those learners, um, they, they work hard and they're really, really good at what they do. So that was exciting, but, uh, yeah, that was it for me. All right. Well, mine are pretty quick and mine are both around the same topic, sort of like Rakeem's and Melissa's were, um, low, my kids were exposed to another kid who's COVID positive, so they have to quarantine for two weeks. Oh, they're going to be at home? Stay at home. I know how you feel about snow, so this has got to be yeah. like really up your similar, crawl. Similar. Yeah. I mean, it, my, Courtney has to take the brunt of it because oh. she works from home. I at least get to come here a little bit every day. Um, so she's at home with the kids. But high is that they are negative, even though they sat on the bus with uh, kids that were positive. We got them tested twice, negative both times. So, but still have to quarantine for fourteen. They days? still have to. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So until, like so until Christmas break, days. almost. Yeah, right? basically. Yeah. Basically, oh. they'll be home. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, let's move on. Oh yeah, uh, let's go to our, our Hornet hot take, Rakeen. You got a chance to rant about something. We were talking about this a little bit. And I said, let it go, man. Whatever you got, just <laughs> feel free to let it loose. So uh, so this is your chance. Go ahead and rant about something for us. All right. I don't have a rant, um, but I will say the past couple of weeks with the turnover in HR, um, the benefits enrollment, um, and just so many other things that uh, employees need to get done before a holiday season you know, it could be a bit overwhelming. So one of the things that I talked to my team about was, you know, take it one step at a time, take it one day at a time and prioritize things. Um, you know, try your best to meet the uh, deadlines or whatever. But again, you know, we're, we're, we're short staff and we have a lot of things going on. So um, I, I wouldn't necessarily call that a rant because the university had been very supportive of mm -hmm. us, whatever, but it had been pretty busy. So, yeah, no, that's totally appropriate to rant about. Yeah, it's it's yeah. tough. It's, <laughs> Maybe not a rant, but it's it right. could be up there. Yeah, you could. I'm sure you could go off on that a little bit more. But uh, no, that's great. And so good luck to you and your staff. I Thank know this you, is a, this is a tough time of the year for everybody right. um, with 
trying to wrap things up before the holiday season and all that and being short staffed. Yeah. That's tough. So, so good luck. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. Give us your point of view on HR and what maybe outsiders don't quite understand or illuminate some stuff for us. Awesome. Sure. Um, well in HR, we deal with everything. So in a nutshell, from once the employee comes on board to offboarding, and everything in between. So what about waterboarding? <laughs> <laughs> Where does that fall? No, we don't do that. Sir, <laughs> <laughs> would that be part of HR's scope? Or? Is that part of the onboarding or the outboarding yeah, yeah, process? No, <laughs> <laughs> no boarding. <laughs> nope, okay. That's Loading. a good one, though. Um, but yeah, I mean, so we deal with uh, sending the message out, the advertisement. Um, the interview process, selected candidates, making a conditional offer. Once the candidates um, have accepted the offer, um, we deal with the um, meeting with them to talk about the benefits, like I just mentioned before. Uh, <clears throat> the recruitment process, employee relations, which is a big, which is a big one, because with employee relations, like you're dealing with so many intelligent people that may not necessarily see eye to eye on a lot of things, and you really need, other than education, I think experience, experience dealing with people to kind of get them to like a, a, a happy place, you know, to, to, to get them to the point to where even though they may not like or agree with each other's views, however, we're going to, uh, ma- we're going to keep a professional relationship for SU. Um, so <clears throat> that's, that's very time consuming because it's a lot, you know, um, so just dealing with that. Um, also with the faculty contracts for once the faculty members come, come on board. Um, that's a lot, um, benefits, as I mentioned before, it's a lot because, you know, like we're dealing with enrollments, we're dealing with health insurance, medical insurance, you know, just everything. And in addition to that, we need to be spun up on a policy. So before, um, employees come to us with any kind of questions or concerns that they may have. We need to be spun up on our policies and a handbook to provide them not necessarily an intelligent answer, but the right answer. So, I mean, it, you know, it, you know, it takes a lot of you know research, you know, investigation, and just kind of you know knowing what to say, what to do, so on and so forth. So, I mean, <clears throat> HR probably is the nucleus of all institutions. Mm-hmm. W- without HR. That place would not exist, and we deal a little bit with payroll as well. So there's a lot of there's a lot of moving pieces that we do, and the HR team works very diligently, especially behind the scenes. So you know, I want to give them a shout out. You know, thank y'all for everything that you're doing because, you know, SU would not be SU if we didn't have HR. For sure. Yes, sir. I think you could sum that up as just HR colon. It's a lot. Like <laughs> that. That that's the POV. Good job. <laughs> it's, and, and faculty need to know that, right? Because yes. I mean, you know. Full-time faculty, they interact with HR when they get hired. Um, they, you know, check in about their benefits right. mm-hmm. and, th- and their paychecks and right. their salary maybe once, twice a year. Right. And mm-hmm. generally, you know, it's that's, yeah. that, that's about it. Yeah. And, right? and so we don't know what goes on over correct. there. And, 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 and I'm going to be honest with you. Before I got into HR, 
I had no idea. I just <laughs> thought that they hire you, and that was, you know, that's pretty much mm-hmm. it. But once I started working there and just seeing all the moving pieces, I'm like, wow, this is a lot. Because from the outside, it looks like, you know, that they really don't do a lot. But once you're actually in it and you see all of the, the, the moving pieces, how if one thing doesn't happen, the effect it has, the ripple effect it has, you know, like it's like, oh, wow. So yeah. it's really a lot, yes. Mm-hmm. So how about Shenan do's and Shenan don'ts? What advice do you have for people who are new to Shenandoah? Like, what should they do? What right. should they don't? Um, I think f- one one thing that they should do is, you know, SU is a very beautiful place, very beautiful people, is to explore. You know, yeah. get out and just walk around. You know, just get used to the area and just get used to the people i mean like sometimes i just get out of my office and i just just take a walk you know just speak to people and stuff like that um and also you know if they have especially if, if they're new if they're having any questions because you haven't you know you, you would not know all the answers and there's something that like you may you know need assistance or resources on reach out to your supervisor reach out to hr i think a lot of people will maybe be afraid or just you know I'm supposed to know this, so why would I reach out, you know, which mm-hmm. is far from the truth. You know, if you have any issues or concerns, that's what we're here for. You know, we exist to help you out. So I would say make sure that they reach out. Um, let me see. As far as the don't, um, I would say just don't assume that their concerns are not a top priority for us. Mm-hmm. So don't assume that, it, that, that your issue is not important because if it's important to you, guess what? It's important to us. Yeah, and that fits into reaching out. That fits into reaching out, absolutely. Nice. That's great. Um, How about a a buzzword? You got a, this is buzzword breakdown. Uh, (laughs) Do you have a buzzword that you try to embody in your work here at SU? Yes. Um, I think peace. Peace, yes. Um, I I say that because, you know, having spent 20 years of my life in the Marine Corps, um, I think without peace of mind and without just peace, period, you'll have a difficult life, hmm. you know? And um, I think once I was able to find my peace through working out and reading, it makes me better. It makes me a better person, you know, it makes me a better husband, it makes me a better father, you know? So, um, and I think what helped me to come up with this was because um, once the pandemic hit and um, I was working at Nova Virginia Community College at, at the time, and I was tasked with coming up with the PowerPoint for, bringing employees back to work because during that 18 months or whatever that they're working from home you have a lot of employees that were you know upset Mm. that were depressed that were um you know you know all these things that they weren't used to doing they had to adapt to so one of the things that i thought about was like what can i do to you know motivate them to have them make use of the resources that they have available to them just because you're not able to leave or you're not able to go to the gym now this is early on when things are really bad Mm -hmm. you know you can still work out in your home you know like you can still read find time you know to take time for yourself and i think that comes through just having peace Mm. wow i think peace comes a lot with age too so you're you're speaking from experience obviously and i think everything you just said is completely taken a pivot because of covid um, but right. that's really great. That's a totally different angle than we've had yeah, for that, that answer. Was great. I love <laughs> yeah, it. That was awesome. We get a lot of collaboration, interdisciplinarity, which are great buzzwords. Yeah. And they're all great. <laughs> they're all those. great. Yeah, and it's all about the that. interpretation by the person, but that was definitely yeah. um, a curveball, so awesome. Yeah, I like it. 
Um, is there anything that you would like to plug? Whether it's from your office, whether it's anything, anything. Open enrollment's over, right? Yeah, I was say events right. or announcements or deadlines. <sighs> well, I will say um, come in January, <clears throat> we're looking to hire an employee relations specialist, hmm. organizational development uh specialist also which is which is the same title um and from the from the hr standpoint what i want to do is give a presentation on kind of what we're talking about now kind of the breakdown so what does hr do so here's the structure here's the positions here's what the employees do and as a follow-up to that i also want to start providing more supervisors training because i i think if we educate the supervisors i don't like to say we're educated but help the supervisors with possible ways to deal with any types of issues that they have with employees um you know one they get them the, the confidence that they need but also you know it'll make our job in hr you know it's a little bit easier because um be, be, because the supervisor should be the first person to, in that in that in that in a chain of command that the employee goes to so i'm looking to incorporate some training still on supervisors and for employees you know as well what to expect you know what to expect from your supervisor um and that's when i first started working here and i, I met with the uh, team that's one of the things i asked them what do you expect from me and he kind of looked at me he's like i was like yeah like what do you expect from me you know i, I want to make sure that a meeting it goes as well you know mm -hmm. so what do you expect from me so i like that so that you got you're hiring someone new and yes. that's available to internal staff as well yeah so we um <clears throat> We advertised for that position, I believe, right around Thanksgiving time frame. We did an external search because, personally, we want to make sure that now this person that's going to ha that's going to fill this position is going to be dealing with a lot of confidential information. Mm -hmm. So, <clears throat> I know the conflict of interest thing is a you know is a bit of questionnaire. So we wanted to promote external as well to see what we have to offer as well sure. Got it. um but it's open for anyone yeah you know it's on a website but yeah i wanted to reach out because of the level of information because now all of a sudden if you do get that position you're now exposed to private matters about sure. yeah, an yeah. employee otherwise you wouldn't have been exposed to and you know that employee could be someone that's close to you so um that's why we wanted to do it external that way you know fresh set of eyes so on and so forth or someone internal you know uh, applies and they're the better candidate that's so be it as well yeah great i'm just thinking we have you know in our limited listenership of about 40 downloads per uh, per episode <laughs> there, there's probably some some staff in there who might be right. looking for a new position absolutely and uh, they could apply tell them to apply Hands all right down. yes sir so thanks for keen um, i also want to thank our, our sponsor of the day this one um, I have some personal it's near and dear to, to Scott yeah really. because of the uh, the quarantining that my family has had to do and that's the CVS store on Valley Avenue um, if you're wondering why our country has not beaten COVID-19 yet just visit that CVS um, notice the the lack of masks among everybody not just the customers but the staff the pharmacists uh, notice the disorganization and the mess That'll clue you in why we're... Uh, it's kind of a microcosm, why, really. why we're still struggling. Yeah. Cool. All right. CVS, if you hear this, you better. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, but the CBS on Amherst, good. Got no qualms with them. They're 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 doing great. So our email, we didn't get any emails since last episode. Keith wrote us that good one. Um, buzzwords at su.edu. Give us some feedback. Just tell us that you're listening. We'd appreciate it. Our new website is not new anymore, but <laughs> the website is subuzzwords.podbean.com. Next week, and this is actually one week away because we've got winter break coming, our guest is the infamous Karen Lucas, director of the TTL Center. So Karen, our, our pod mother for the show. <laughs> the, uh, I was pod just mother? thinking about saying pod mother and you there beat you me to it. We're there on the go. same frequency. It sounds like aliens. No, it's like, you know, Godmother, Podmother. Podmother? <laughs> yeah. It's like a Melissa, group of aliens. I, that are I, I was 100% with you, Scott. Okay, good, good. Um, so thank you to Rakeen for <laughs> pleasure. joining thank us. Thank, thank you, so Melissa, much. Sean, and Joey. Tune in next week. And until then, keep, keep on, on buzzing. buzzing.